Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, friends. Welcome to this week's episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host, metaphysical money coach, numerologist, and Vedic astrologer. Generally speaking, when it comes to manifesting, many people find that there are things that are easy to manifest and things that are a little more difficult and challenging to manifest. Parking spaces and green lights, cakewalk, helpful people and world-class mentors, no sweat, opportunities and free stuff, child's play. But when it comes to money, Many people find it challenging, frustrating, and difficult. Sadly, many people get frustrated when the money doesn't show up and they say manifesting in the law of attraction doesn't work. I totally get it. It can be deflating when you feel like you're doing all the things suggested and recommended faithfully and without complaint. But nothing happens or your situation doesn't change or even get any better or, heaven forbid, gets worse. I've been there. I know far too well how it feels. Maybe that's why I'm so passionate about learning more and more and as much as I can about manifesting money and then experimenting and putting it to practice and sharing what I am learning with others because I am on the journey with you. So I'm always on the lookout for tips and tricks and different ways to manifest money in a way that is true to you, that is true to your soul, your spirit, and the way that you are uniquely designed to manifest money and build your business. So if you have any tips and tricks for me, Contact me and let me know what they are. Anyways, this episode was inspired by this money manifesting phenomenon. Let's take a look at the top three reasons why the law of attraction for money creation is more challenging or elusive in comparison to pretty much anything else. At least in my case it is. Okay. One possibility is that we may be resistant to receiving, so we self-sabotage our success. For instance, say you wanted to increase your income, generate more money, and find a job that pays better. 
Then, lo and behold, you hear that a friend of a friend is looking to hire someone with your qualifications, who would pay you twice as much as you're making now. All you have to do is send them your resume. But you don't. You somehow keep putting it off. You make excuses that you want to update it before you send it in. Or you start to question if it's legal or too good to be true. You just can't bring yourself to receive the opportunity and abundance that is right for you. So the job gets filled by someone else less qualified and does terrible work and complains about their commute. All in all, they really don't appreciate the job or see how awesome it is. They are ungrateful and a pain to work with. If you could have only seen what an asset and blessing you would be to the company. That saying yes and receiving and pursuing the opportunity your friend presented to you was actually doing them a favor. That they would not hold that favor over your head and have an expectation of payback from you. That it was truly a win-win situation. So in this case, we let self-sabotage get in the way of success and generating a greater income. Another reason is called cognitive dissonance. Many of us experience cognitive dissonance when it comes to manifesting money. Cognitive dissonance is when you consciously want believe or think something to be true, correct, or good, but then you act in a way that's contrary to what you, what you want, believe, or think. It's like having your wires crossed. It's like saying one thing but taking action and behaving entirely differently. Often you don't mean to do it or intend to do it, it just naturally, unconsciously happens. We want one thing, but we do another thing and therefore experience something unwanted or undesired. For example, say you have a strong desire to buy a boat for fishing and water skiing on the weekends. So you want to start putting money into a savings account. We'll call it the boat fund. You intend that whenever you make a little extra money, get a bonus client, or unexpectedly get reimbursed for overpayment, you would put it away in the boat fund account. This goal is very special to you. It's a sacred desire. You would spend a lot of quality time with family on this boat you would imagine the many happy memories that could be created from the enjoyment of this boat. Ever since you were a kid, you always wanted a boat. However, one day when you were little, you overheard your parents make a comment about the neighbor who just parked his brand new boat in the driveway. They made a negative comment, a snide remark, something like, Oh, look at so-and-so showing off. Who do they think they are? They're probably doing something illegal on the side in order to afford that boat. What crooks? So what happens? Money never goes into the boat fund account. Somehow you never have extra. 
The funds never show up. Money is never manifested for the boat. Why? Because even though you love a boat, it's a sacred desire that you have. Being a boat owner would mean people would start to talk bad about you or distrust you or not like you anymore or it's too extravagant and luxurious and a waste of money. You get the picture. Unconsciously, the money gets spent in other places. The boat money never shows up because there's just too much to lose by being an owner of a leisure water vehicle. Our subconscious beliefs, the thoughts in the back of our minds and our emotions always win out over our conscious desires. So this is an example of cognitive dissonance. You want something, but it's not aligned with your values or your subconscious beliefs. Therefore, you unconsciously behave and take actions that are contrary or do not help in achieving those goals or desires. The third one is having a poor relationship with money can also deter you from manifesting money in your life and business. So why should money show up for us when we don't show up for our money? In other words, are we good partners with money? Have we taken it for granted? Have we disrespected it? Have we received and taken without being gracious or grateful for abundance? Did we create dead energy between us and our money? Do we resent it when it doesn't show up? Do we in some way disrespect it? Ignore it, but then expect it to be there for us when we need to pay the bills, buy a new dress, or make the mortgage payment that month. After a prolonged period of time, it all accumulates the anger, the confusion, annoyance, and bewilderment of not having money manifest perpetuate the cycle of it not showing up because the thoughts and feelings feed upon themselves adding to the lack or scarcity of money money stops showing up for us in fact it sells farther and farther away from us into the horizon what we need to do is we need to repair and rebuild our relationship with money in order to start manifesting it again in order for it to start showing up for us again. Sometimes a silly, fun thing I do is I imagine my money as a sweet feral kitten in a cardboard box or behind a dumpster. And I'm trying to get it to trust me by leaving food out for it and sweet-talking it. Sometimes it's a cute kitten and my money's a cute kitten. And sometimes it's a mighty lion. It's intimidating and scary. Either way, I'm really patient, kind, respectful, and mindful of my energy. My main goal is to send money good, positive vibes and emotions. One of my favorite money mantras or phrases is, if you take care of your money, your money will take care of you. I say this over and over again. That is my favorite money mantra. If you take care of your money, your money will take care of you. So this reason or lesson was and still is a big one for me. There, All these three reasons um, are 
are big for me. But this one, the third one here about the relationship with money, this was the, the super uber big one for me. I consciously have to work on my relationship with money and positive energy flow between us. It's a process, but, uh, but I feel progress is being made. And that's the three reasons why money manifesting could be difficult for you. Just to recap one more time, it's resistant to receiving, so we self-sabotage, cognitive dissonance, and your current relationship with money. Okay, dear friend, I'm sending you a great big hug from here in Hawaii over the podcast airwaves to you wherever you are supporting you on your money manifesting journey until the next time may you be on the lookout for the reasons why money is not manifesting in your life but remember it's all an ever-evolving process and an opportunity for us to learn more about ourselves and grow our money wisely and soulfully. Be well and take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.